Welcome back to Out to Lunch. My name is Griffin McCurlin, and today we have a very special episode lined up for you. We sit down with Megan Sullivan, who you may have heard kick off 2022 here at Out to Lunch with Larry Walsh to hear about their predictions for business in 2022. And she is the head of global ecosystem and mid-market marketing organization here at SAP. And she sits down with Itasha Thurman, the chief marketing and solutions officer for SAP Intelligence Spend and Business Network. In this episode, Megan and Natasha really break down what SAP Business Network is, how it's less of a solution and more of a way to do something, and what total spend management is and how this can help partners position their strategic spending and leverage spending in all aspects of their business. This was a fantastic episode. I was so happy to be a part of it, and I'm sure that you guys will too. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode and firstly find out what these two ladies are having for lunch. Enjoy. Itasha, you're ahead of me in time zone, so you go first. Well, I was so healthy today that I ate a grilled cheese sandwich with truffle fries. So I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, the start of summer, clearly, with my lunch choice. Love it. Well, before we got on this call, I realized I don't have any food in the house, so I just ordered Chinese food. So it should be here, you know, in about 20 minutes. Chinese food is always good. It's the best. It's the best. So good. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining me today, Tasha. It's always so fun to be with you and, and doing these uh, chats. I'm really excited today that we have an audience of our amazing SAP partners and ecosystem out there. And I know everybody is excited to hear more about the SAP Business Network, as well as intelligent spend management, what it means for them. Most importantly, how they're going to make money. How do you want them to engage? You know, how, how to leverage that ecosystem to make uh, you know one plus one equals more powerful. So that's what we're here to talk about today. I'm looking forward to it. Great. So before we get into that, Itasha, you are relatively new to SAP. Um, so why don't you give us kind of your perspective of, you know, coming in here, the power of our ecosystem, the power of our brand name, like how are you feeling about the move? Sure. Well, I'm, I'm relatively new in my return to SAP, but I actually started with SAP through the Ariba acquisition back in 2012. And so I, I joined the SAP family initially um, through Ariba, working on how do we grow the network. And um, from that time, I've done all kinds of things, including supporting uh, procure-to-pay customers, um, building out processes to help us continue to build a vibrant network. Um, I took a little detour over into global SAP operations to figure out the mothership. Um, I came back and, and uh, took a turn at leading the SAP. It was Ariba Network, actually, then. It, we hadn't created the SAP Business Network yet, but Ariba Network. Um, and then I made the decision to leave SAP, and I thought I would go and be bold and be uncomfortable, and I moved to the banking industry leading the uh, sales team for treasury management for Capital One. And I did that for a little under two years. And I realized that Capital One is an amazing company. I love the team, but I am not a banker. And I had the opportunity to come back to SAP uh, in this role as chief marketing solutions officer, really focused on ensuring that we have the right solutions in the market that solve the right problems to the right audiences so we continue to be the innovators and market leaders that we are. And so I've been back now, I want to say eight months. Um, I'm, yep, I think it's eight months. And uh, it's amazing how much changed in such a short amount of time. Um, but it's also amazing the opportunity ahead of us, which I hope you get to talk a little bit about today. Absolutely. Well, we are thrilled to have you back. We're the lucky ones. And for those of you that have not had the pleasure to meet Atasha yet, now uh, you will all be the lucky ones by, by pleasure of knowing her and hearing what she's got uh, teed up for our ecosystem and our partners 
and just a ton of new opportunity out there. So let's get into it. So let's talk first about what is the SAP Business Network? It's such a great question. So let me, maybe let me frame it up technically a little bit, and then I'll talk to you about what it is and why it is. So um, SAP last year announced that we were bringing three of our B2B networks together. Um, the Ariba Network, which has historically been focused on procurement collaboration. Um, the Logistics Business Network, which is more um, in the supply chain, you know, logistics collaboration. And the Asset Intensive Network, which looks at how do we collaborate with the service providers and the um, um, OEMs that help us maintain our, our in, assets, our, our uh, critical assets within a um, company. So the three of them came together because at the end of the day, what, what they're all looking at is how do I make my value chain, that supply chain that helps me find and move goods, um, I should say maybe find, deliver, fulfill, and move goods, you get all of the pieces in there. How do I make that more collaborative, more agile, more transparent? And so um, the three of those coming together are what have combined to form the SAP Business Network. Now, um, often, depending on who you talk to, we talk about the SAP Business Network as a lot of things, you know, and, and it gets confusing to them, you know, so am I buying a solution? What does it do? What do I plug it into? How do I leverage it? Why does it matter? And the way I like to think about the SAP Business Network is that it's more of a way. It's a way to drive collaboration outside of the four walls of your organization. And that collaboration is happening today, but it's usually happening very manually, slowly, and inefficiently. So let me give you an example. The SAP Business Network is a way to identify new suppliers to be able to fulfill your needs. Almost every customer has a landscape of suppliers in their, um, within their company that they use. And sometimes new, new needs arise. And the question is, how do I find the supplier that can meet my new need? The SAP Business Network is a way to discover new suppliers to help the company move forward in their goals. Now, let's say you have that supplier. You bring them in, you create them in your vendor management system, right? And now you're ready to order. You get them under contract. The SAP Business Network is a way to facilitate that contract creation with the supplier. It's a way to collaborate in one system, in one tool to be able to come to agreement and under contract. Now you have a contract, right? And you're ready to order. And you want the supplier to confirm your order. The SAP Business Network is a way to be able to get order confirmations, to be able to get um, uh, advanced shipping notices. It's a way to be able to get clean invoices that come back against that purchase order, which is based on that contract that you agreed to with that supplier that you found through the SAP Business Network. And then let's say that shipment is going to be delivered and you want information on where it is. The SAP Business Network is a way to track and trace your shipments, right? So what it really is, it's a way to facilitate B2B collaboration, whether that's procurement collaboration, whether that's asset maintenance collaboration, whether that is logistics collaboration between a company and their trading partners. And that's the value and the beauty of what we bring. If you think about ERP, 
and when SAP created the enterprise resource planning concept, it was about having a singular place to bring the management of the key processes and assets that resources that are needed to be successful as a business. So if we flash forward 50 years, the SAP Business Network is a way to be able to extend collaboration outside of the four walls of your enterprise and all of those process areas that um, are necessary to engage with other entities to be able to have faster um, visibility, increased agility, um, stronger resiliency, um, real-time information, efficiency, compliance, things that uh, every business needs that many businesses spend a lot of time on manual processes to get to can be achieved digitally um, and much more effectively through the SAP Business Network. So, I mean, what an amazing explanation. Because I think a lot of people do think, oh, what's the new solution from SAP? And, you know, it really is, it, it's a way, it's an experience. You know, it helps that, you know, we talk about customer experience and what the whole process is. It's, it's fantastic. And I think with, you know, the way that the supply chain has been, you know, in the world, you know, what a great thing to come together and really have an ease of doing business, you know, and a way to collaborate. So let's talk about kind of what does this mean for, um, you know, for partners and for partners coming in, putting together these, um, you know, these solutions for their customers and, and you know, this whole network. Um, what's the biggest takeaway partners should, should look at with this for them? So, yeah, it's a great question. I, I don't think there's a company out there. Yeah, I'm trying to think of maybe where, right? If you say a pure services company, but even then you sort of have labor challenges, you know? So, um, but let's just stick with a company that has goods. I don't think there is a goods company out there today that has not faced concern about supply chain assurance, um, pricing, um, supply chain resiliency. So for our partner community out there, it's a timely conversation to have about, how are you driving collaboration with your supply chain? Have you been impacted by having delayed data? I'll give you an example. You know, we had a customer who said, hey, look, my, I got stuff sitting somewhere on some ship somewhere. I don't know how close, how far it is. I have no insight into where my materials are. So then it hurts me for being able to update my customers on when I can fulfill their orders. If you've heard this conversation, if you've heard your customers say, I am struggling with assurance of supply, being sure I can get enough based off of the capacity challenges or shipping challenges that my supplier base is having, this is a perfect opportunity to introduce supply chain collaboration in the SAP business network. Um, I've never seen procurement and supply chain be more relevant, more strategic, more top of mind of business leaders than today. And so it's a moment in time. It's a moment in time for you really to lean in and talk about the world's largest um, business network, B2B network out there, right? It's, it's the time to talk about how SAP can help drive uh, efficiency, agility, resiliency in supply chain. You know, coupling our digital supply chain solutions with the SAP business network will not just solve today's problem, but it creates a foundation for resiliency that can um, last through the next crisis and the next crisis and the next crisis because they are coming. So no, it's you know, timely I, indeed, though. I mean, this is where the world is right now. So this is this could be everything in terms of a partner offering a customer true value and, and differentiation. 
That's it. And just think about it. It was first, hey, we got COVID lockdown, right? And so we're just going to survive that. And then it was, hey, we have labor shortages and we're going to survive that. Then it was, hey, we got clogged ports and then we're going to survive that. And now we have war in Europe and now it's never going to end, Yeah. right? It's never going to end. So it's how do we help elevate our customers around us to put in place the ability to have that collaboration outside of their four walls so they can be more responsive so that they can be more strategic in how they're building their supply chain and, and managing the supply chain that they have. Massive opportunity. I love that. I'm sure our partners are, are probably just chomping at the bit to figure out kind of how do I get in on this? That's really great. So, so let's take a, sh- a shift into intelligent spend management is the other thing I want to hit with you today. And and you, let's talk about like, what is our definition of intelligent spend sure. management? What do, you, what do you mean when you say that? So um, it's a great question uh, and we get it often. So intelligent spend management is being able to leverage insights um, into how you decide to spend, right? So, we, so let me go give a, give a story. Every business spends money, right? You spend money on goods, services, travel, um, discretionary, like um, um, expense items, paper, paper clips, chairs, you know, um, you spend money on labor, right? Like contingent labor, not, 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 I'm not talking about payroll, but so it's how do I put in place tools to help me have insight on how to spend strategically on how to drive compliance to the spend decisions that I've made, and then on how to um, efficiently gain those um, savings, those uh, expected costs that are negotiated. Because without intelligent spend solutions, there's many parts of the procurement processes between strategic and operational procurement where you can see leakage in terms of the savings uh, or um, supply assurance that you put in place as a procurement organization uh, without the use of tools. So at SAP, um, what we want to focus on is being sure that our tools are not just operational, but that they also allow you to be strategic, to be thoughtful in how you're spending, whether that, again, is to get you to supply assurance, whether that's to get you to cost savings, whether that's to leverage your spend as an engine for your ESG goals. Um, that's what intelligent spend management means. And to take it a step further, you know, with SAP, we don't just look at indirect spend like some companies out there. We're not just focused on indirect meaning non-critical spending, right? In case some people aren't as familiar with the terms. We don't just look at direct spend, which tends to be your critical spend, the the things that you put into the um, goods that you make or that are the critical components of the services that you offer. We don't just look at travel or contingent workforce. We look at it all. We offer end-to-end spend management solutions that help you drive value from your strategic and operational procurement processes across all spend types. Yeah, I mean, talk about a value proposition across the entire, you know, end-to-end of the uh, the entire business. So, I mean, with intelligent spend, how should partners be positioning kind of a a strategic spending in that general topic? What, What would your advice be to partners on how to position this? It's a great, it's a great question. And and you know what? There's many on-ramps to intelligent spend management, right? The one that um, for me, when I started my career many moons ago at Procter & Gamble, the on-ramp for me, for for P&G, was strategic sourcing, right? It was how do we secure 
the best supply at the best price for our company, right? To give competitive differentiation to us in the marketplace. So for a lot of companies, the way they really grow into this digital transformation to intelligent spend management is getting the right sources of supply upfront, okay? And so in that case, you wanna position um, uh, SAP Ariba Sourcing or SAP Ariba Sourcing Suite, which allows you to leverage these amazing tools to help you compare sourcing or source opportunities for source, sources of supply and, and you set the parameters for what's important to you. So is it just cost? Is it cost plus um, logistics, the, the loaded cost with freight? Is it, hey, I have ESG goals. I want some sustainability targets here. I want some diversity targets here. It allows a company to say, how can I leverage my spend to achieve the goals of my company? And this tool gives the platform to do that comparison before you even bring the suppliers on and decide who's going to supply you what. So you know, I would say many companies, let's say we take an immature company who's still doing things very manually, often sourcing the strategic procurement process, um, being able to better manage suppliers is where they, where they start. So if you are listening to your customers and you hear, I have supply assurance concerns, my costs are rising, and I'm really having a hard time um, keeping up with that. Um, I'm, I'm worried about the risk and how risky my suppliers are. I need some help in managing my supplier community. Strategic sourcing may be the solution set to go after. Conversely, if you meet and talk to a customer and they're saying, hey, I'm negotiating good contracts, but I don't think that I'm executing well against them, or it's taken me a long time to be able to pay my suppliers and I need to do better from a working capital management standpoint, or, and you're hearing this more often, especially for mid-market customers, hey, some of my suppliers aren't choosing me. They're telling me they're putting their capacity somewhere else because they can pay them faster because they have different payment options available to um, the supplier, right? Then you might wanna move them towards operational procurement and working capital management solutions. So let me start with operational procurement. If you're hearing, hey, I'm negotiating well, I got my supply insurance down, but I don't think I'm capturing the savings. What operational procurement allows is it allows a customer, so this is our Ariba buying solution, right? Um, in guided buying and Ariba invoicing. So buying and invoicing together is very powerful. It allows you to say, here's a contract that I negotiated. I'm going to create uh, purchase orders off of that contract. I'm going to send those to suppliers for them to confirm. And when they invoice, they're going to invoice me against that purchase order. So there's no mismatch. It's already matching there. When I get the goods receipt from the supplier, I get a three-way match that cleanly goes back into my ERP system and I can pay so much faster, right? And so today, suppliers are being more choosy on who they choose to supply based off of the turbulence that's in the market today. Operational procurement is a way, one, to guarantee that you're getting that um, that the cost savings, the cost agreement, let's call it that, the cost agreement that you have in place with your supplier base, but it's also a way to help you be a better customer. And then um, the last thing is uh, in this market, and we have inflation going, you know, where it's going, who knows where it's going to end up. You have the challenges, like I mentioned, in terms of the delay in goods being sitting on boats and in, in ports, right? That's causing uh, working capital management hardship uh, in some areas, if you're hearing things like that, right? SAP just acquired Talia. Through our Talia acquisition, we offer dynamic discounting 
um, programs that can be put in place, supply chain financing, supplier financing, right? A payables solution that customers can leverage to be um, more of a partner with their supplier community and be able to offer working capital management solutions that are balanced, that both support what suppliers needs as well as buyers needs. All of this is in the SAP family. All of this sits within intelligence spend and business network line of business. Yeah, you know, it's incredible listening to you. I think it's such a turbulent and complex world. What you're doing is offering, you know, a simple way, uh, you know, to, not simple, but a much simpler way to do business. I, my next one was going to ask you, I, I think I can answer the question, but what's the biggest takeaway? And I think what I'm hearing you say is it allows you to be way more efficient in your business. It allows you to have stability within your business because now you have predictability, you know where things are, you can pay faster, allows you to be a better customer and a more reliable um, right. you know, business, which I think those are the takeaways, right? So it's a, it, that's know, right. Yeah. And I'll add the last one, the, the, um, the last one is that it allows you to execute on the strategy yeah. that you did in strategic procurement through right. the actual engagement with your suppliers as you're executing your sourcing strategies, your supply chain strategies. So yeah. um, those are the takeaways I would give to our partner community. I mean, what are, you massive customers. opportunity, the, the, to your point, the timing is right. Absolutely. Massive opportunity. You know, we've got we've got everything teed up and ready. So I think this is just fantastic. And Megan, you know, I didn't talk on this. Let me just say for 30 seconds on yeah. the other big opportunity out there, guys, is labor. Right. When have you not heard about labor shortages? Right. Like just this week. Right. China shut down certain cities because there's zero COVID policy. What happens? How do we help? Field glass is there. We have a field, SAP field glass, which is a solution that not only helps with services procurement, but it also helps with managing external workforce, right? Being able to create a network of external workforce that you can bring in when and as you need it, being able to plan it, schedule um, services, schedule um, contingent workers on SOWs in an efficient way. So I, I didn't mention field glass, but this is another timely, timely conversation that I don't think I've ever seen, uh, at least in the last 25 years, a need for um, solutions that help um, solve, help deliver outcomes to managing uh, workforce than what we have right now. So this is another opportunity that's real and present that we would love the partner community to help engage with. Yeah, I love that. And it, it does. It feels like everywhere I turn, no matter what the business is, it's, you know, we're short on workforce or we don't have enough employees or people didn't come back to work or they, you know, exactly the whole right. thing. So I think that's that's a great point. So what else? Is there anything else that you'd like this partner community to know about, of, you know, something that, you know, a great opportunity if they're expanding their business or looking for something new from SAP, anything we missed? Well, you know, I won't say new. I'm going to say consistent, right? So a couple of things. One, um, we're here to work with you. You know, um, we want to continue to grow our reach uh, in within the um, within the world, within industry, right? And 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 help more customers solve their intelligent spend management needs, right? First, making them aware that SAP can help, and then two, helping guiding them on that journey to being more agile, more resilient more effective in their supply chain and procurement collaboration processes and just actually supply chain and procurement um, processes, period. So, um, and, and we can't get to where we wanna be without our partner community. Um, your feedback, your support, your conversation, your representation of SAP out in the field, in the market, uh, we need you. 
And so um, please know that we're eager. I'm looking forward to driving to success together. Love that. Relevant and timely. Fantastic. So let's end with something a little bit more fun. Uh, no, well, not that this isn't fun. This is fun, but <laughs> I think it's fun. <laughs> it is very fun. So here, here we're out to lunch, you know, together. And of course, I love having lunch with you, Itasha, but there must be some celebrity out there that you would love to be having lunch with right now. And, you know, if you could pick anyone in the world, who would you want to be at lunch with right now? Besides me, of course. Yeah, well, that's an easy, easy question for me. Um, I have one celebrity crush, and that um, celebrity crush is Idris Elba, who oh. is a British actor. Um, I've had the pleasure of meeting him once. Um, I was in Spain. Uh, he was DJing at a hotel in Spain, and it was my birthday. And I, and wow. I knew he was going to be there, and so we took the party to that hotel. And I actually had the uh, fortune of actually meeting him and getting a birthday kiss on my cheek, which I think my husband almost wow. lost a gasket but it was quite a birthday fantasy fulfillment for me so if I had the opportunity to actually sit down and have lunch with him I don't even know <laughs> how I'd react but I'm super happy that I had the chance at least to hear him tell me happy birthday but well, Idris Elba would be my celebrity lunch date that is a great choice he is one amazing man for, for lots of reasons not just looks he's extraordinarily talented I am casting my vote for him to be the next Bond still. I think that rumor, if that could come true, then I'd be, you know, so happy. Listen, I will be <laughs> at the movie theaters, number one person buying a ticket. <laughs> well, I love that you got to, yeah, a birthday kiss from him. That's great. And, you know, hopefully one day you'll get you'll get lunch with him as well. But yeah, that's a great one. Thank you for, thank you for that. Okay, so movie. if anybody in the partner community knows him and he wants to take me to lunch, I'm up for it. And tell his wife, I'll send him back home. Um, I just want lunch. Okay. <laughs> so. Tasha's free every day. <laughs> whatever you got well fantastic i love that well let's end on that note i want to thank you so much for your time to be with us thank today we've, we've laid out a great roadmap of opportunities for the partners um and to itasha's point too we do love partner feedback questions directions you know whatever you need we are all here for you so um thank you so much for being here with us today and we look forward to the next time we see you thank you take care all right have a great one Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Out to Lunch. Make sure to subscribe to see what's on the menu next week. Enjoy your lunch.